we honor you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray you will speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, please take your seat. Okay, so, um, you know, because of the type of service, we have taken a lot of time. In the morning, I couldn't really, but it's almost the same as this afternoon. So, um, I'll talk about friendship, but I want to modify it more. So, I'm going to give 10 quotes on friendship, all from Proverbs. Then... Afterwards, I will give seven major indicators of a good friend. What shows that somebody is a good friend? Seven of them. I think seven so that one for every day of the week. <laughs> Friendship is very important. Friendship is very important. You know, when I studied the crucifixion of Christ, one of the things I discovered is that Jesus Christ had a perfect suffering. He had a perfect suffering means that all the most painful things, he suffered them. So his suffering was perfect. In fact, there is no suffering you can think of that he didn't have it. And if he didn't have it, it means your own is not like big enough. In anything called suffering, he had it at this peak. That is one of the things that is revealed in scripture. So he suffered in spirit. The Bible says he was separated from the Father. Eli, Eli, lama sabatani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So even God himself forsook him. He suffered emotionally. The Bible says that my soul is sorrowful unto death. So Jesus also suffered in the soul. And time will fail me to talk about the fact that he suffered physically. Because for that, we are more acquainted with. So, he suffered from demons. When you read the book of Psalms, the Bible says when he was on the cross, there were a set of demons. The Bible calls them the bulls of Bashan. They encompassed him and they began to hurl insults at him. When you see somebody committing suicide, some of them you may not know that demons are following them. And the demons are pressuring them to go and do that thing. So Jesus Christ, when he was on the cross, demons were also there afflicting him. So it was not just physical sufferings. <laughs> he suffered even his parents left him. But when the Bible was recounting his sufferings, the Bible also said that his friend betrayed him. 
Many of you have not seen, but the Bible says Judas was the friend of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 26. 49.50 Immediately he went up to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi. And kissed him. This is Judas. Look at the verse 50. And Jesus said, Friend, why have you come? Because there's a point he told the disciples that you are no more servants, you are friends. So one of the sufferings in life is when friends betray you. He had that one too. Friend, why have you come? Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him away. If it was, if it had been done by an enemy, it wouldn't have been painful. There are certain things when they happen to you by somebody you don't know, they are not painful. But if it is from a friend, then it is painful. One philosopher said, the one who is piercing with a dagger, he said the dagger is not what kills, but when you turn and you see the one with the dagger, that is what kills. So Jesus Christ suffered all the sufferings you can think of including the sufferings of a betrayal of a friend. So today, I want to give you a little perspective of what friendship is supposed to be and how you have to handle issues of friendship. Then I'll give you seven indicators. So this one, it is actually friendship indices. When you check that a friend is supposed to call you every morning and your friend doesn't call you every morning. Just know he's not a friend. So today I have come to unite and to divide. (laughs) Jesus said that I have come to set fire on this earth and how I wish it is already kindled. They said, do not think that I brought peace into this world. I am for peace, but when I speak, I am for war. I wish I could quote the words of Christ and say, I have come to tell you to stay away from your friend. And I've come to tell you to be close to that friend by measuring it by the indices, the seven major indices, the pro of index. Or, oh, because I was saying it's like I think not mean type. Oh, that's not the case. The English language is some way. Sometimes you wonder what the P is doing in psychology and all of those things. Anyway. So, Proverbs. I think Proverbs is a book of wisdom. When you study, or if you came for the foundational school, when we talk about how we got our Bible, I spoke about the wisdom books, or the poetic writings. Hello? Do you remember? This is one of them. Proverbs 22, verse 24. I'm not giving my 27 points yet. I'm just giving you 10 quotations of the Bible. On friendship. The Bible says, make no friendship with an angry man. And with a furious man, don't even work with the person. It will never end you well. So study, if you have somebody in your life who is always angry, has a very dangerous temper. You say, oh pastor, she is beautiful. When we marry, she will change. Have you noticed that we are calling for friends and no couple have come? Number two. 
Yeah, why are you not friends? Proverbs 19, verse 6. Everyone I could, I just give a, a sentence on it and then. It says, Many entreat the favor of the nobility, and every man is a friend to the one who gives gifts. Watch out! If your friend doesn't give you gifts, he is not a friend. Number three. No matter how the person says, you see, we are easily deceived by what people say. And that is something you should never be comfortable with. I don't like what people say. I like what they do. Hello? <laughs> Many entreat the favor of the nobility. And every man is a friend to the one who gives gifts. Every man is a friend. In other words, if you give me gifts, then you become my friend. It's not the I'm the one giving the gift. The study the Bible well. He says that every man is a friend. Two. So when somebody gives you a gift, the person is easily able to become your friend. So, like, if I want you to be my friend, I just start giving you gifts. Very soon you start calling me friend. Because the Bible says that if I give you gifts, I'll become your friend. You are not buying friendship, but you are buying the favor of the nobility. Hello? Like right now, if I want to be close to Bishop Oedepo, Bishop Oedepo doesn't need my money, but if I give him gifts, I'll become a, a close person to him. Yes. Not because I am buying it, but we are saying, you see, the manual is to tell you that this is how a phone works. So when God is saying that if you give gifts, you become a friend, it's not that you are buying the friendship. That's how the human behavior, human heart, human person, that's how things work. Do you understand? Number three. So just if you see that you have a friend, he doesn't give you gifts, he is not a friend. He is an exploiter. Is that a good word? Exploitation. Uh -huh. On your birthday, they will send you long essay. It's not friendship. A sentence doesn't make a friend. The Bible didn't say that a friend sends sentences. <laughs> no, uh, the problem is that many of you have called people friends, but they are not your friends. And to Omudu Munsawa, when you are. Then you realize that oh, my friend, he is not your friend. You are calling something which is not what it is. Some are acquaintances. If it is a friend, his delight, her delight will be to give you gifts. As a gift to my child, no matter. I have not come to my seven points, so I'm just giving you. Ten quotations on friendship. Number three.
Proverbs 22, 11. This one is about Jesus, but it also applies to us. It says, he who loves purity of heart and has grace on his lips, the king will be his friend. This time around, what he's saying is that, number one, if you have a pure heart and you have grace on your lips, now that you say nice things, the king will love you. So if you are there and you hear that, this is your friend, but he goes to tell this person that, don't mind her, he doesn't have to mind. That's why all the boys have left. He says that you do not have grace on your lips. A friend does not backbite. The moment he starts backbiting, he is not a friend. He also has a pure heart. A pure heart means that he has genuine intentions towards you. You are very beautiful. That's why they like you as a friend. Anywhere they go, the boys will buy drinks and they will enjoy some. They, when you are leaving that company, they don't want you to leave because you are their brand. You are their marketing product. And I know what I'm saying. The girl said that when we go out with that money, we say, come back. Sit in cars, drinks, and everything. And we come. Well, the boys are attracted to beauty. When they see beauty, they will pay, even if they don't need any service. How many of you have realized that when beautiful people make a request from you, it's difficult to say no? Beauty is, is actually a gift. Don't, don't be deceived. So I have hidden beauty. Well, <laughs> the hidden beauty has its place. When the Bible was talking about the hidden beauty, it was talking about your relationship with God. Let it be the hidden beauty of the heart. It was about the relationship with God. But when God was talking to us, he said, men look at the outward. We can look at your soul. So if you want to enter the nobility of men, <laughs> you may have to have beauty outward. And the beauty outward is not only attraction or charm. It may even be sincerity. It's a very beautiful thing. Somebody who tells the truth is very beautiful. That's why I realized that somebody can marry a beautiful person and doesn't see the beauty. Because of the subanti, he can't see the beauty. <laughs> so if somebody says that he's your friend, he must have a genuine heart towards you. Don't be foolish. And let somebody deceive you. That, oh, we are friends, we are friends. We drink kebab together, but they are not friends. Are we editing our friendship now? It will shock you that somebody is not in church because some friends took him somewhere or her somewhere. Yeah. No more, no more, no more, I say. Okay, no more four. I said I'm giving ten. Eight, then I will not finish the thing. Well, 12 verse 26. Proverbs. The righteous should choose his friends. Choose. Choose your friends. What it means is that the fact that you are roommates doesn't mean you are friends. You didn't choose your roommate. The fact that you are classmates doesn't mean you are friends. You didn't choose your classmates. If I had the opportunity to choose my classmates, I would have chosen Bishop Dad's children, Archbishop and Kamulam's children, Reverend and Piakofi's children, like that. And I would be in the same class with them. I didn't choose. 
Somebody sat in registry who didn't and started choosing us. Some of you think that because you are in the same room as your friend, Pastor, I don't know my roommate when I talk to me, doesn't mind me. It's not by force to mind you. Some of you worry over nothing. Some of you have problems that are not supposed to be problems. If you greet somebody and he doesn't respond, is it that one to a problem? You are seeing the person to be what he is not to you. Hello? So he said he must choose. And when you are choosing, choose wisely. And I'm giving you seven guidelines to choose wisely. I think the, the ten I can end here. Then, then go to number one. No, but people are not deliberate. All the things I've mentioned, you realize that that your friend in Abokobi, he doesn't match any of them. A friend that he said that I overslept for your graduation. Huh? A friend that has traveled to America, you call your best friend, came to Ghana here and spent one week and didn't see you and went back. And he said he was busy. He serious. I said, I've moved on, I've come back. <laughs> Proverbs. <laughs> 17, 17. This one is easy to remember. Proverbs 17, 17. Proverbs 17. What, what can we associate 17 with? Some of you were born on 17th. 17, 17. Proverbs 17, 17 says, a friend loves at all times. If the person is your friend, the person will not say that because you are going to church, I don't want to be friend with you again. A friend loves at all times. And by the way, apart from Lily and Alexa who are married, all the rest who came to stand here who are friends, they are not married. I want to encourage you. In marriage, still remain as friends. Because most of the times, when one marries, the friendship ends. One end it by jealousy, and one learn it by adonkerism. I don't have terminism. I'm busy at hominism. My children are disturbing minism. <laughs> Absolutism. A friend loves at all times. A friend laughs at all times. All times. Good times. In the good times and bad, you are on your throne. You are God alone. And right now, you are God alone. You are God on the throne, unshakable, unstoppable. That's who you are. That's who you are. That's who you are. Unshakable, unshakable, unshakable. I was watching a documentary on a very popular singer. And they said that, she said, how does she prepare herself? So, 
my rehearsal is one of the most boring you can ever. I say, when I go for rehearsal, I do for four hours. Cylindion. He said, her coach, he says, and she was doing it in the documentary, not that you, four hours. She said, some of you come and just do dirty lasso. People have gone beyond dirty lasso and they are doing, Sometimes they bring a bed. Then when the bed makes noise, you are supposed to copy that noise for one hour. <laughs> what bed is that? It could be a duck. It could be a crow. Yeah, and you have to do that for one hour. Obviously, the alpine. I see the difficult one is when they bring four-footed animals, like a, a cow. That's somebody's rehearsal. Oh, yeah, rehearsal. Now, no, don't see more. I say, oh, pastor, rehearsal is boring. Yeah, boy, make a do, do. So that's how they train their voice. And she trains six hours every day. Yes, six hours every day. You will go and find out Michael Jackson's rehearsals. And you'll see. The sons of the kingdom. They say the worldly ones are more shriveled. That's how I'll give one more. I'm moving to my seven points. Okay. Proverbs 17, 17. I've mentioned that one. Then 1718. In the year 1718, what happened? He said, a man devoid of understanding. You know, most of the times, the Bible insults in a very polite way. Like when say a man devoid of understanding, when say a bema wechimi, but on Kansas I was a man devoid of understanding. So when the Bible said devoid of understanding, it means a fool. Say a man devoid of understanding shakes hands in a pledge and becomes surety for his friend. <laughs> it's like saying that. Man will bring the money. Mm. Mm. Which money? <laughs> Unnecessary. Forget. Unnecessary. If it doesn't come, I will pay. Hey. Why would you do that for Tinima? Because he's my friend. If the relationship is a friend, Bible says, "Oh, Jimmy, for one year's idea." That's what we swear. I send me by. Also, they say, Oh, him, Brenny, I want to. Oh, a baby, go him, baby. Also, if I phone a no more, go him. So, Pastor, at what point do you stand in for a friend? And, well, the Bible says, if you don't have understanding, then you trust me. 
to this level. He shakes hands in a pledge. I'm standing on my friend, on his honor, on his integrity. He is a man who can fail. Hello? And he actually becomes a surety for his friend. Seven marks of a true friend. How do I conduct myself? Number one, somebody who is a true friend is the one who prays with you and for you. You know, I just said something about surety. The truth is that your friend is not filled with the Holy Ghost. Satan will use him. The moment you stand in as surety, Satan will use him for you to go to jail. Somebody said that he has some things he wants to sell, and he wants to bring it abroad and sell. I said, oh, I know people who sell things. He said, oh, no. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not interested. Before you realize, our friendship is gone. A friend of mine called me. He wants to buy a house. Quoted money. He said his budget is $150,000. I said, oh, I can actually buy the house for him. Because me, I have no plans to see and he said, I should look for the house for him. Do you know what I did? I went to look for people who are selling a house. And I gave their numbers to him. It will destroy the friendship. Because that person who is selling the house doesn't have the Holy Ghost. I have the Holy Ghost. But this transaction involves somebody who doesn't have the Holy Ghost. That's why I said, don't become a surety for a friend. He's not filled with the Holy Ghost. You'll be in trouble. Somebody introduced her friend to the beloved. Today, the friend is married to the beloved. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, when they were leaving, after he had spoken to the man, the man came from Germany. The man found a way to take the lady's number and tested the lady that I'm surprised I met your friend first before you. And he has married a lady taking the lady to Germany. But the, the man came from Germany to marry this lady. And he was going to see the beloved in the beloved's house. Oh, my friend, let us go. This is the friend I'm going to marry. We are going to Germany. Let's go together. And he rather was the one that went to Germany with the man. Was this a friend? How come she didn't know? That this is not a friend. Because one for now I'm too scale, so one of the things that you realize that the person hardly gave you gifts. All my friends who have betrayed me, that's the first sign. They hardly give me a gift. But I always give them a gift. That's why I'm using benchmarks. Sendability index. This one is friendliness index. Somebody who prays for you and also prays with you. Somebody said that he prayed for you and he was crying. Charlie, the person is a friend. Because the sacrifice to pray for people, it has to be genuine after all. If you are not genuine, what do you think God will hear you? You will not even pray at all in the first place. If your friend is not married and is praying for you to marry, my friend, he's a good friend. 
Not somebody who is not married. And he sends you text message that, oh, don't worry, one day God will give you a husband. No. They are fake. You can't fake prayer. Some of you have received text messages from Judas to know where you are. He's coming to give you a kiss. But it was actually coming with soldiers. I can tell you for sure that somebody who hates you will never pray for you. If somebody says, oh, I have been praying for you, that is not prayer. The person, have you been telling people my prayer is with you? What does that mean? Is prayer a companion? Huh? It's like my charger is with you, so my prayer is with you. And that's the, my prayer with you is the prayer. Not that he has gone behind the scenes. Katu, kubukata, zilikata, rabrakuta, kazikataya. Oh Lord, step in in the situation of my friend. Masagazigadabagadabadaba. Then he calls you tomorrow and says, my friend, don't worry. Last night I was praying for you. I know that you will go, uh-huh. And by the way, if you two, you are a genuine friend that you prayed for your, your friend some time ago. So number one, prayer check. I'm giving seven, number one. Is he praying for you? Do you pray together? Check. Some of them can even pray with you, but they don't love you. Because they have to be with you to create an impression. But when you are not there and they are praying for you, that's what I'm talking about. A lady that has truly broken up with you is the one that prays for you to get a wife. <laughs> not the one that sends you a text and says that my heart is always with you. God will give you somebody else. That's not, he knows that he's lying. She's lying. The one that truly, he will start praying for you. I was listening to radio and the radio presenter said, today we want to open our phone lines. We want to tell us, what are the proofs that you have truly forgiven someone? And people were actually struggling to, to answer it. Somebody says that you have truly forgiven them when you are able to move on. I said, I said. Check that devotional. If you have truly forgiven someone, you are able to pray for the person. Pray for the person. So if somebody is too busy to pray for you, even his gifts can be deceptive. There was no way Judas prayed for Jesus. But he gave him a gift of a kiss. And it is an emotional gift. Most of you don't know that love is a gift. Somebody hugging you is a gift. Yes. One day I was talking to somebody. person started crying and I just hugged the person. And I hugged the person, he became quiet. Sometimes that's the only consolation you can give to somebody. It's a gift. A research was done in American University about giving um, junk food to um, um, rabbits. Two of them in a very powerful American University. And they realized that the rabbits, they gave two of them junk food but one of them had very high cholesterol level, which was evidence that the person was eating this food. And the other one didn't have the cholesterol level, like normal healthy rabbit. And they realized that the one that was normal, when they are giving food to the rabbit, they'll be rubbing the back of the rabbit. 
And they realize that the state in which you eat is part of the digestive process. So if you are sad and you are eating, you will still be losing weight. But when you are happy and you are eating, the same food, though, but the assimilation of the nutrients is different. Even if you are eating poison, poisonous food, and you are a happy person to them, you will be healthier than the one that is eating healthy and is not happy. <laughs> I was surprised. I brought for your research. <laughs> Look for somebody who prays for you. Let me tell you, if Paul asked for prayer and Jesus said you could not pray with me, you need it. There's a time you'll be like Dockers. You'll be lying down as a corpse. Somebody's prayer will wake you up. Some of you are going through things. Nobody is praying for you. If they were to pray, things would have changed. Look for a wife that prays for you. All of you beautiful sisters, add prayer to it. Write prayer on your prayer point. Oh Lord, let my husband be wise and take good care of our house well. At least that one is for your own prayer. Because if you marry a fool, you may have to stay with a fool. And many men are foolish. We don't say it, but it's true. Look for somebody who prays. Luke chapter 236. I feel like the message is becoming long. I didn't intend it to be like this. Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Anuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was a very great age and lived with her, her husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. For what? And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who look for redemption in Jerusalem, praying for the coming of Jesus Christ. Some people are praying for your rising than even they are praying for themselves. Don't be enticed with somebody who said I've been praying for you when the person has not been praying. Be enticed with somebody who has proven evidence of praying for you. If you love somebody and you want your friendship to go far, you have to start praying for the person. Satan will come in if you don't pray. Number two. Oh, I didn't finish. Okay, let me add one more verse. One more verse. Ask 26. 22. Therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day I stand, witnessing both to small and great, saying no other things than those which the prophets and Moses said would come, that the Christ will suffer, that he will be the first to rise from the dead and will proclaim light to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. May you have somebody who proclaim light unto you. May you have somebody who will send light ahead of you. Three days to your wedding, a friend is genuinely fasting and praying for you. You shall have those type of friends. Amen. When you are traveling and they are carrying your bag, they start praying. Father, help my friend. Let my friend go and come peacefully and safely. Guard my hand. That's prayer. That's your friend. Some of you, the success of you became an intimidation to somebody you call a friend. Friendship can betray me. I've had through so many of them. But no matter how you judge it, very faithful to them, but they were not faithful to me. 
But I've had people who have been very faithful to me. Yeah. So I'm able to talk to you about these things. If you don't take care, you call somebody a friend and you'll be laughing at the wrong side of your mouth. It's an idiomatic expression. I wonder what that means. Because which side of our mouth is the wrong side? When you laugh here at the wrong side, that's how you laugh. You don't laugh here, you laugh here. <laughs> Number two. Someone who always follows up on you. Acts chapter 9, verse 32. Peter went to the saints who dwelt in Leda to follow up on them. A good friend looks for you. Some of you have friends. They don't even know where you stay. And you call them friends. He's looking for you not because when he comes, you give him food. He genuinely cares. And wants to know where you stay. That's a friend. A friend follows up. Hello? You told me you're writing exams. How is it going? Oh, my dear friend, the last time you were talking about these things, how far we did? Oh, the last time we spoke, we made this arrangement. How far have you? That's a friend. Most of you are the only ones reaching out to them. And you call them friends. Oh, let's go here. Oh, really? Oh, will you do this? Yes, then let's go. Would they buy food? Let's go. You are not having friendship. You are having exploitation. You are being exploited. It's not a friend. A friend comes to your house and the chair that is not there, he sits on the floor with you as if there is no chair or as if there is chair. In fact, a friend is somebody who comes in your low moments and doesn't put pressure on you. Because that will bring me to my third point. If somebody is your friend, you should genuinely care. Follow up. Find out how they are doing. Put jokes aside and talk serious matter. I heard you had a reset. Please, I'm coming to your room. So where are you? I'm home. Ah. It's far. No, 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 no. My friend has a reset. I'm going, I'm coming. I'm coming there. That's a friend. Not the one that says, oh, how do you have a reset? Sorry, sorry, sorry. So what are you going to do? You are going to rewrite. Oh, okay. One man of God said, anytime you hear that your pastor has been betrayed and has gone through difficulty, go to him and do what? Pledge your allegiance. That's Bishop James. Sir. He said, anytime your pastor goes through some turbulence, like the Archbishop's case, he said he went to the Archbishop's house and told that Papa, a lot of people are leaving the church. I have not come to see him. I just came to tell you that I'm not leaving. I'm following you till I die. He said, that's all he came to tell him. Then he said, Papa, pray for me before I go. Then he held himself up. I cannot pray for you. He said, Lord, keep our father for us. Hold his hands for us. Keep him for us in Jesus' name. 
Some people, when you are in your low moment, that's when they will send you a message. Please, the momo has not come. <laughs> Is this the time to be demanding for momo? In fact, this is going to pledge allegiance. It will even invite the momo faster. It's wisdom. Because when people are troubled, they lose interest in material things. Yes. If the troubling has nothing to do with material things. And that's also a problem. If money is the reason for somebody's suffering, he doesn't lose respect for money. But if somebody is suffering and the cause is not money, the person loses respect for money. They just go and pledge allegiance. It was a very powerful statement to me, Pastor. Dr. Bempa had a PhD recently. It was Frederick's wedding. I sent him a long message. Hello, sir. I've received the invitation for your graduation. Unfortunately, it is meeting my biological brother's. I have to let him know how serious it is. Biological brother's wedding in Kumasi. Please, I want to send my congratulations ahead and let you know that I will not be able to come, but I will come and see you. When you saw me, the first thing is, how was your brother's wedding? I thought you didn't read it. I saw it was powerful. But please, I brought you a gift to say congratulations. You're blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed. That's a friend. That's a friend. You couldn't go for your friend's graduation. No problem. But a phone case with her picture branded behind it in her graduation gown wouldn't be bad. It shows that you are not angry because he's graduated or you are not jealous. But something came up and let the person know the reason that came up. Don't just say that I will not be able to come. Look out for these things and stay away from some people who are not important in your life. One day you realize that the you is okay. I wanted to show why somebody wants you to be a friend. And then number three. You should look out. For somebody who sacrifices his money and material resources, that is a friend. There's a pastor friend who called me recently. He said his church, they are building. I said, oh, really? Oh, I, I want to come there. Why? I'm not going to sponsor the project. But even if I give him 100 CDs, it's my proof that I'm interested in what you are doing. I have a friend. The first day he came here, he said, Ah, friend, this is what you are doing. This is check, 5,000 CDs. This project. They are the only two people I call friends who have done something like that. Not because 5,000 can do what we are doing, no. But it's a statement. That's Prophet Solomon and Reverend Peter Melome. They are the only ones who have given even one CD. It does 
it's something that you should think about, isn't it? Hello? Recently, I was talking to somebody. He said, Ah, Chalo, Hey, this is the Yakuma. Some of you are to be a kuma. I understand people. Yeah, I understand people. There's somebody who is dear to me. He loves me, I know. Because he shows personal interest in so many things. When my wife gave birth, the first one, he didn't come to my house. But he called me. Hey, congratulations to your wife. When my wife gave birth, the second one, she, he came to my house. And when he came, his wife was pregnant. He had been married for eight years without a child. He couldn't be celebrating childbirth under me. His wife gave birth last week after eight years. I started jubilating. Then he sent me a message. Winfred, you are a true son. And I said, no, 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 no. I want to come to your house to give gifts to that wonderful baby. Yeah. The way you are single for long, if you are not praying for your, your friends to marry again, they will understand. But you should have proven in other areas that you love them. Because sometimes people's blessings remind you of what you lack. Sometimes people's testimony make you question if God can love all men equally. But it shouldn't. We are on this same earth, but we don't walk on the same path. Number four. I said, number one, somebody who sacrifices the source of money. My scripture is Philippians 1.5. Give me amplified version. I know you don't have money, but your wife, baby, give her something. Listen, don't, 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 be, don't be useless husband. Some of you, I feel like sometimes I should, I should just remove my jacket and just, just beat you. <laughs> These are basic. That's why we are calling for couples as friends. Nobody has come. And she will sincerely see that you love her. It's not, it's not, it's not anything. There are people here who are married. They don't remember the last time their husbands even gave them one city or a gift. Don't be in love and behave like that. It's wrong. It's wrong. Same man for dinko for wife woke dinner lunchy. This is Pastor Winfrey, but you publicity, but you project, but you campaign. Yeah, you flyers. Yeah, to the 19th, couples are going out, I guess. And son, what much is Jesse? Yesterday, one boy was talking to the wife that, oh, I'm going to give testimony of my friendship and all of that. And so, then when you come home, come and let's discuss what I will say 
And he said, Me, if I discuss with you, you'll give me 200 cities, or you'll give in kind. <laughs> and I said, Ah! Your kindness to your wife, you are asking her to pay for it. In kind. They say, Pastor, we did. Mommy, from very much, we did very much. Now, on Lucas, we were brother. Good at me, Tia. Are you giving me the amplifier? I said, I thank my God for your fellowship, your sympathetic cooperation, and contributions and partnership. So, I thank God for the friendship we have, for your sympathetic cooperation, contributions and partnership in advancing the good news from the first day you heard it until now. Sometimes you must have sympathetic givings. I know you have plans to change your week for another friend's wedding, but your friend needs the money to top up to his rent or her rent. <laughs> Some people, they are the ones who always say thank you. They are the ones who always are asking for it, but they are not giving out. That one too is honestly wrong. <laughs> Listen, if you don't give, nobody will give to you. When the prodigal son left his father, did you hear that he gave to somebody? When he was needed, they asked him to go and feed with pigs. Nobody gave to him. No man. No man. No four or five. I said seven, so when I'm done, let me know. I don't want to cross the seven. Someone who is sincere, truthful, faithful, and devoid of pretense. A friend laughs at all times. But he who has a pure heart, he'll be the friend of the king. A pure heart. Matthew 26, verse 50. Friend, why have you come? To give me this dangerous case. Judas was kissing Jesus, but it was not a case. It was a vampire's case. The case of a Dracula. Some of you to surprise you that somebody is introducing somebody to you so that you too can have a bad boyfriend. Because her boyfriend is bad, but your own is clean. They'll start saying things. Hey, this your boy, they're addressing it. Nanimte obwa obwa or person who soon your boyfriend or no wheat is any dear. I've seen it severally. One lady said she was there, the, the friends brought him her another boy that this is your boyfriend. The first one, all our friends, we have come together, we have overthrown him, we don't like him. Hey, people have types of friends. Oh. Friends that can form a quorum. 
<laughs> and the lady too had no say, so she accepted it. Look for people who are genuine. 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 You can see people's genuineness by their sacrifices. You can see people's genuineness by their consistency. You can also see how people are genuine based on what makes them angry. A genuine person doesn't get angry with foolish things. Do not be a friend to the angry man, the Bible says. Look for their genuineness. They are genuine people. Somebody you don't pay, you don't do anything. He comes to your house every day to bring you to church. And you are joking with it. They don't give me anything. But do you know how much they spend every day to do those things? And I said, what do they get? Genuine love from God. But some of you are, not, you are praying to God to bless. He sends you a man and you can't see the blessing. Somebody says his shepherd is the one that has married her. Pregnated her. She will give birth soon. Whilst her friends are still chasing for prayer points. On a man with a beard. Yeah. Don't let people sarcasm. Cast shade on your testimony. Sometimes people will laugh at your testimony, not because it is not powerful, but because you intimidate them. What is this church, 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 church thing? But they have seen that since you started going to church, your academics is changing. Since you started going to church, you don't drink. Since you started going to church, you are not smoking. They see it. And that is why they are laughing at it. So that you will come back to them. And most sisters are the most vulnerable in this case. My friend said they suddenly then they go off. It's your friend Jesus Christ. A lady was going to marry. Three weeks to the wedding. The friends saw the man. They said he's short. We don't like him. Then the lady became so depressed that her friends doesn't like the boys. That's how the lady broke up. And one of the ladies who was laughing took the boy. Now they are married with four children. And all of the children are short. Whatever you criticize, God will bring it to you in many folks. Yeah. Haven't you noticed that your friend say he doesn't like a man with pot belly, but when you met his, her husband, you open your mouth in bewilderment. Hey! Patel! This is inconsistent with your taste, which we are consistently aware of. I don't want to mention any name that will obfuscate anyone's conscience. Is anybody called charity? Hey, charity! Why? No, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You pie! You were laughing like that! Your husband is administrative clerk. Now, when they say administrative clerk, it's a big thing. What it means is that we have photocopy. Yes, <laughs> Who does want worry lawyer on Tiasia? Sakwania Jumo Court was also a clerk. Sawanya lawyer be a. Then she asked, What happened? You happened. You, you happened. 
Most of you friends, there's competition among you, but you don't know. And look out for a friend who's not in the competition with you. That is a friend. A person who hears your husband has bought iPhone and doesn't go home to ask the husband, why are you not changing my phone? That's a friend. Your iPhone is not a competition. Some of you, the day you hear that your friends have gotten a, a, a green card, that day you begin to change your confession unto God. Even some people, when your wedding becomes nicer than theirs, it creates a problem. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it before. On my wedding day, somebody said, is this a wedding? A wedding that we didn't do refreshment. But didn't you see the auditorium of about 1,500 was full? Why didn't you see that one? Look at the human beings that were following and the human beings that followed your own. <laughs> Can't you see a difference? Look at the environment. Even while you did your wedding, there was no AC. Yet, baby, you look like fine. Hey, my infra. But where the idea? Yet, baby, AC, nanya. The person was insulting Valerie. Why have you organized us to come and sit in a bar and we came for a wedding? They didn't. Meanwhile, a week before I was preaching in your wedding and I was talking about there's no need to share refreshment. It was a competition. That's why I said everything I'm saying. I have proofs for it. Just that. Sometimes the friend who took you to a place is not comfortable that you are bigger there than him. Somebody will live life him because he brought you and you have become bigger here. Why is everybody like him? It was the same when we were in Bremen school. Lavering to that and I'm big here. When he came now, everybody is smiling. Me, they don't smile. What is this? I have stopped. That's a competitor, not a friend. Anybody, your testimony changes their plans. It's a competitor. Let MT and lunch Momo. Vodafone will begin to look for Momo cash or Voda cash. That's competition. You had no plans to do pony. Why is that when I did pony, suddenly you are changing your mind? Not because you love me, but you have realized that you have a better forehead. <laughs> some of your friends didn't like iPhones until you got some. And by force, I shall my senior high brother is forcing to use iPhone. The piano and the iPhone to see if you're Jeffis was a Sergis was a Yerry for Matino. Jeffy was a Jeffis. Um, two was in a original mouth. What your home, yes, I was a Waka Cotot land was a ton circle bridge in a mouth. With the competition called, we were told to buy a bridge in our circle now. Some people had no plans to rent a three-bedroom until they had their friend. Who's winning here? Microbe, three days here. And I'm going to say, I'm going to be a microbe pie. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to be. If you're not going to be a microbe, you're going to be a pie. And you're going to be a three-bedroom here.
from the day that our wives enter your bedroom, we may be forced to change our bed. Even though we are bigger than them. Because competition has begun. When the Lord blesses you to build a house, have a nice porch and host your competitors there. They don't deserve the sitting room to see the size of your TV. One day, I was with my wife, went to Kolebu with my mother. And then somebody who is close to me also came to visit my mother. And when he came, he brought some things and he said, oh, my, my mother said, when the person too saw some quite nice car. And we was going to that car and I said, oh, that's not my car, my car. I said, uh-huh, that's not my machine, he said. My wife was there, she can tell you. It's like, hey, car will you soon here. So when I saw that's not my car, and I show him a smaller one. He said, uh-huh, now mommy, my machine is it. My wife is there, you can ask her. You see, it's not very here, it's not very here. Nobody enters into competition by choice. It's an unguarded heart. You think that it is easy that your friend that was always getting 27 over 100 is married to a doctor. You that you are getting 97 over 2, you have married somebody who is... Because when you were walking together, everywhere you went, they say you are the beautiful one. They say you are the beautiful one. The beautiful one, the beautiful one. Then eventually, when you married, and the person brought his own. And that's why some of you should not be proud of what you have today. Because the world has not ended today. We cannot tell what holds in tomorrow. The people, listen to me. I was praying for a pastor friend. He was in secondary school with us. He was our senior, two years ahead of me when I was in first year. When that guy is going to do uh, SU, like SU, we do program outline, we write it on a notice board in the halls, dormitories. When we write that speaker and they write his name, that place, that day, the SU that starts at three, if you don't go at one and miss afternoon dining, you will never be tonight. He was a student like us. The last time I checked, I don't even think he's in the ministry. And that he came to pass here. I didn't go to greet him. I let him pass. He stood there. He was watching the picture. And that time I was not this beautiful. The tent. He was having some bag at his back like that. for prayer secretary, level hundred students. That time there was Methodist and Presby, they were together. It was called PMSU or MPU. No, MPU. PMSU is tech. MPU, Methodist Presbyterian. The whole school of 100 students was their prayer leader. Going to tell him you are exploits in ministry is not an encouragement. Some people, your, your story is not an encouraging story. At least tell them that you have been suffering for the past three years so that they will know that the exams, you know, when I had D, you too, you had E. But when I had D, and I'm sad, that all my friends came to the hall at A's. Not depressed, actually. 
Afi basenya ni mechai. Minko basenya biya biya. Anonti la minyai. Ba opo dina ni fresh ni nyai yina. Basenya. Mi pesame de radia se se. De waya bidye. Na resource nete. En se radia yime frimi nina emu. Stopping basenya is not the problem. Listen. I was preaching to some people here. We had a meeting with all the whole pastors. We closed like 6, 7 a.m. When was that? The Thursday or Friday. I said that when somebody is having headache and he goes to hospital, what would they give? They mention so many painkillers. What are some of them? Let's say paracetamol. And I said that when the doctors are giving the paracetamol, does it mean the person has paracetamol deficiency? That is why they are giving the headache, the, the, the medicine. No, that's not the solution. That's not the solution. The solution is perhaps something is stressing you, creating headache. Hunger is worrying you, creating headache. So that's the, that's the, that's the, so let that which is stressing you stop. The headache will stop. You don't need paracetamol. The medicine they give us doesn't mean that there's, that medicine is lacking in our body. The real problem is not the medicine that is missing. The problem is there. So use the medicine to be like a, a, a bouncer. Some people are frustrated because their friends are making it. And these things, it takes wisdom to see. How come when you went to the university, all your close friends in secondary school don't talk to you again? When you have not denied them? Just that, they don't call. Even when you test them, they don't reply. You remind them of where they failed. Use these markers to look out for them. Many of you are calling people friends. They are not friends. They are acquaintances. Acquaintances. Friendship expires. It has an expiry date. Some people, their friendship has expired. That's why I wonder why somebody who is in church, his friend is outside of church. You can never be free from some of the things I'm talking about. Number six. Is it number five or six? So the, the previous one is sincerity, isn't it? Truthfulness. Devoid of pretense. If somebody is your friend, establish the person as a steward or a worker in church. That's a friend. Zadus 23, Philemon 1, 10 to 11. A friend is the one who is fighting to make you have what he has. Notice, there are people who are giving you something so that you will lose what you have. There is a difference. Explain it. Because you have become very serious with church, somebody can give you a job so you stop church. And the, the job, you do it on Sundays only. And you pay 3,000 CDs a month. Just once in a day. In a week. <laughs> he's not trying to make you have the work he's doing. He wants to take you out of something. And that's what you have to be wise. There's a lady. She was interested in a boy. 
who were happy about it. Lovely. Then I was there. She came to me that, Pastor, there is another boy that my sister says that I should grab. I said, oh, really? He said, yes. So, so the way my sister is saying, not knowing that, the sister, anytime there's a problem in the house, this lady is the one who talks to the father, the mother, and they see wisdom. And the sister attributes it to the fact that this girl has been going to Lavery. So she has to find a way to take the sister out of Lavery and brought the sister a friend, a friend who, according to her, is a good Christian. The last time this lady sat in front of me, she was crying. They don't go to church. They are married with two or three children. The pastor, from the first day we married, I realized that, no, I've made a mistake. This man didn't even know all the 66 books in the Bible. The boy is a nurse. Receive nursing salary. Listen to me. You need a lot of wisdom to know an advice that is born out of a good heart. Sometimes a good friend is the one that wants to make you like what they are. Or tear some debi or be from a catcher. Oh, madam, what is Lego four forms number? Makotobi. Now, oh, Winiska. Ah, Yanko, me, papa. Yanin and Kaubepo, Motobiama. That's a friend. That's a friend. That's a friend. Not the one that we bought the same legal forms together. You got medicine and they got a Greek. Then suddenly they have regretted for their father helping you. They, that's the, the, the love has expired. With all due respect to our Greek students, not all the fingers are the same. There is no agree student who willfully and sanely reject medicine. To do a Greek. But I wonder how many medical students who do a Greek science. It's young comedy. Young for social work and sociology. Mostly they will do social work than sociology. Because social work is practical. Sociology is cantable. And No matter how much you love geology, uh, geography, somebody doing geology is better. He's doing a better geography. Whatever you study in geography, they study it in geology. And by the way, a visa that calls for a testimony, you cannot compare American visa to Niger. <laughs> No matter how much you love the sun. Then Nijay is sunny. I love the sun. You see the way the nurses are moving outside of Ghana. It's not all of them that are going because of money. Some are going out of pressure. All my friends are going. My wife doesn't like abroad. I don't know why. Because even her father wanted to take her abroad so that he doesn't marry me. It's an example I could have given, but... 
it will be too personal. So I, that's why I say sometimes somebody's blessing can be taking you out of her. I realize that if you match this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, it goes to see and Even up to date, she doesn't fancy abroad. But sometimes when she her friends are going, say, hey, I'm waiting for you. No matter who you are, no matter how much you are trying, when you hear somebody's Barcelona records, it puts you on your toes. And that's why they didn't understand that somebody is willing to pay for you to go abroad, study, do this, pay school fees, dollars, and this, you say you will not go. And you are going to marry somebody who is trying to start a church on campus in a tent. These things we are saying, it's wisdom. It's wisdom. That's why I say, pray that this word will come to you as wisdom. Your mother has called for a fight that is bigger than you because of your wasi results. Every ancestor got to hear of it. And until these children, their own was very bad. That was the beginning of all the problems. Now you are battling with mental health. Because why should her children be better than mine? I pray for people. The first thing, I will not allow her children to be better than my children. Meanwhile, her children too have no plans to advance. It's always the case. One day, one of my family members told me something. And when I checked to all her children today don't have plans to do anything with their lives. This song is from my heart. You are amazing. You are a good, good God. Last one as I close. So fight. To make somebody you call a friend to be like you. If Jesus is this sweet, why are you not sharing him? A good friend shares his cookies. Is that what they say? That's what they say. Oh? A good friend shares his what? There's a situation like that. Or his last cookies, something like that. Either his cookies or his last cookies. So establish your friend in church. If they are not interested in you going to church, they are not friends. One day you will show it. One day they will show it. Some of them, you invited them here, they didn't come. Why? Have you asked yourself why? They are not interested to be like you. Last but not the least. When you bring your, ch- your friends to church, put them in a fellowship, a worker group. Basenia, locos. Somebody said, oh, my friend asked me to join the choir. My friend asked me to join. Yes, 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 yes. 
Get them into it. Get them established in it. A good friend is interested in your salvation. Yeah. A good friend is interested in your salvation. If somebody is good to you, he's interested in your salvation. You see, when you see people calling you, let's go to church, let's go to church, that is a proof that they love you. Because they've realized that no matter how good they are, there are things they can't do for you. There are things that will happen to you, only Jesus can do it. A good friend will take you to that man called Jesus. A good friend taking you to a sugar daddy doesn't show love. He wants you to be as sport as she is or he is. These days they are sugar boys. And sugar uh, daddies, and sugar mommies, and sugar sons. <laughs> A good friend wishes you well, wants you to serve God, wants you to love God. You have a wife who didn't go to church and he said, Oh, sleep, I'll go and come. That's a very dangerous wife. And hardly will you see a wife do that. A wife that you didn't go to work and he say, oh, today didn't go to work. Oh, stay home and let's talk. He's a good wife. He always pays you on. Keep on. Do it. You are my champion. You do it. Go ahead. Strong man. Young man, do it. That's why I married you. Wonderful man. It's my wife who's always insulting you. And most of you should know your place as wives. It's to praise the Bible says she lives how to please the husband. When your husband is foolish, it's not your work to tell him. He has his friends to tell him. When you say your husband is foolish, it's actually a betrayer of your wisdom. Because that is your choice. It's not your work. It's not your work. Keep telling him he's okay. He's fine. He's wise. He's a good man. Many of you wives... Your work is not to have sex. It's, that's, not your, your, that's not the only work you are supposed to do. Sometimes they think that when they mop the floor, that's the sign that they are a good wife. No, 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 no. The beginning of a wife is in her words. The thing she says. Oh, my husband, you are back. Wow. I see, I can see you look so tired. Please, sit down. Can I serve you? That, please, I can see you are tired. No, it's not water you are bringing. It's comforting. But when you get home now, they are the first to leave their problems to you. So that don't ask me for help because I'm carrying my own troubles. Yeah. <laughs> Any achievement, you should be the first to celebrate it. So have, have you noticed that your husbands don't tell you the good news? You're always the last to hear. It's because you're not playing your role well. Because when he tells you, it makes no difference. Why should I tell somebody who not celebrate? Because I don't like those things. I don't like people that when I'm telling them nice things, they look adamant, nonchalant, indifferent, and uh, like Egyptian mummies. No, 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 no. You should be lively. Oh, really? Wow. They've increased your salary to offset this. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Now celebrate every little thing. Let him feel. You see, most of the sisters think they are the only ones who have problems. The boys are more depressed than the girls. I, 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 I mean, I, I study statistics. 
I had a church of Pentecost, Jenna. You in some way. But the level of impotency among men, you'll be shocked. They can't have erection because of depression and stress. Your own is unique. Take it like that. Most of the men need encouragement. That is the, that's why because the ex doesn't hear his poo The ex doesn't hear his nose. The ex doesn't hear that his armpit smells. So she is always sending him praises. That is not your work to be criticizing. But they think that, Pastor, if I don't tell him he's foolish, who will tell him? But when you told him, what happened? Did he become wise? Can't you see that he has become more foolish? Why? Because your condemnation kills his confidence. Say nice things. Don't be political and be putting it on status. Let it be shown at home. Say nice things. I wanted to say, like, something has cut his head. When he comes to that, wow. What's wrong, saying? Dela? Charlie, your haircut is powerful. I love it. Oh, yes, I have the beauty. Unka. And one said, Dela, bye. And one said, Teha. And then we call Teha. And the hand bear is saying, Even if you don't like it, you should be playing with it. Men without beard, come and see. All the men in Labre who are like lizards, you don't have beard, come and see. You should be interested in it. Lizards don't have hair. And they don't also wear boxes. They sleep like lizards. I think we should create a ministry called the Lizardos. Listen to me. If your husband is short, celebrate it. Say, hey, that there. My God. Make him feel excited and feel celebrated at home. That is the strength he takes out. That's the strength he uses to come, to come out. Know your place. It's not your place. God sends people to criticize him. The wife is not part. One day your wife looked into the mirror and she started crying. Then she was asked, why are you crying? She said, ah, so my children are going to look like this. But why did you? <laughs> when I say your wife, I mean your wife. <laughs> not anyone in particular. I mean your wife. A man is not supposed to be handsome. It's not by force. <laughs> Beauty is for girls. Their sisters are supposed to look beautiful. Girls are supposed, boys are supposed to look. Now, this your, the way your husband, his face looks like. Can't you see that when armed robbers come, they will enter? Oh, who knows? 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 Oh,
And to God give them strange face so that snakes will not come. If your house, some snakes will be coming to your house. Because when the snakes see your husband, say, oh, when you're serious. But if you are handsome, say, even lion crowd will come to the house. Have you seen that many snakes are coming there? Scorpions. But it's not your work to say it. Apart from a Hokan Kandy, Jump to your feet and let's close. It's just for laughter. I finished the seven points. Why are you sitting down? Huh? What, what school did you attend? Ah. Me, I'm giving you the seventh one. That has made me talk about all of these things that establish them in cells. Establish them. Make them become like you. A friend is the one who wants you to be like her or want you to be like him. That's the seventh one. The sixth one is that a friend is the one who brings you to church and establishes you. Ah, okay, seven. I didn't eat ten. My drew seven. In today, in today, okay, seven. Drew seven. Because I didn't like three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prayer, follow up, sacrifices, money and resources. Uh, I skip one here. Uh-huh. I skip the point number four. Anyway, let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. Be on our feet. Because I was coming to talk about something about a betcher. Let's say this is an, a, a benchmark to measure. Let's go and work on it. Hallelujah. Say, Father, Yahweh says, there is a friend who stays closer than a brother. So I was going to explain how the biological ties work. And I will explain that a friend is a brother. That is the seventh one that we skipped. That is my point number four. How does he say close? Like, what does he mean a brother and a friend? He said there's a friend who is more than a brother. So a friend is someone who does what a brother does. Say, Father, thank you for revelation. I walk in light from today in Jesus' name. Lift up your voice and pray.
servants. He's a friend. He said, From today, I'll call you not servants, but friends. Why? Because all of the Father I have shown to you, a friend shows you. Thank you for your unfailing friend. A rock that can always be relied upon. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom. Thank you for deliverance that has taken place. None here shall be displaced, afflicted by a friend. We pray for your security and your covering against any form of disappointments, tumults in the heart caused by friendship. I pray for healing for them that have been wounded, taught how to drink, how to smoke, how to party and club my friends. Lord, anyone in need of a brother, a friend that can be a brother, I pray release of one. I pray release of one. Pray for peace in every relationship between husband and wife, between father, mother, children, between a church and leaders, between friends, organizations and staff, wherever there is a friendship and a relationship. Lord, let there be security. As in this last day, the enemy is rising against every form of relationship. Protect the relationships of these ones. In Jesus' mighty name. Shout a big amen. amen. And please put your hands together for Jesus.